Hey guys, welcome back. This is Honey. Welcome back to Real Unfiltered Sex Talk with Honey. Welcome. So, uh, first things first, of course, as I always say, this is an adult podcast, guys. So, if you are under 18, please do not proceed, okay? Come back when you're 18 or older. <laughs> And um, if you would like to reach out to me, please do so at my email, okay? My email is honeyshive62 at gmail.com. Honeyshive62 at gmail.com. Um, yeah. So, guys, I had thought about doing this on Saturday and I changed my mind. And... Um, a lot has happened between <laughs> between um, then and now. Uh, I'm still going to... Excuse me. I'm still going to do the episode on men and women and the differences. Um, I want to specifically talk about... Uh, I don't know, the way we talk to each other. Um, so I do want to talk about that. Uh, I I want to start by saying that, um, gosh, I don't even know how to say this. Uh, so I have, some of you actually are aware of what's happening in my life. Um, and I think anybody that listens to my podcast regularly knows that I have a family member, one of my parents. Well, both of my parents have cancer, but one of them has uh, just been diagnosed. Uh, it's very aggressive form. Uh, and at this very moment, I have no idea what the future looks like. Um you know, my parents are in their 80s. They've had good lives, and I'm very grateful for that. But um, both of my siblings, um, brothers, my only siblings, have both passed away from cancer. Uh, and um, so I'm the only one left. All of my family, kids and then grandkids, they're all in in uh, the Midwest, um, and I'm the only one, me and, and my ex-husband, which you all, again, if you listen to my podcast, you know my situation at home. Uh, we are no longer together, but he lives in the same house. We We made a promise to each other when we decided to split up that we were going to stay together, air quotes, stay together as far as my parents were concerned. You know, they don't know that we've split up two and a half years ago. And we made that decision because my parents have been through so much. And, uh, of course I'm the one that, I'm the one that broached the subject with him, but he, he jumped right on it immediately. He knew exactly what I was going to say. We both feel very strongly about my parents not going through anything else. And 
especially, you know, now uh, with a new diagnosis and things being so uncertain. And um, uh, so for the last two and a half years, I, I have dated. He hasn't, although I keep telling him he needs to. He finally did about a month ago. And, um, I have kept, I have, I have, I have worked hard to make sure that I could have a, uh, personal life and a private life that were separate and that it would not affect my parents. And I, not to pat myself on my own back, but I think I've done a really good job. And I think that if you asked anybody involved, um, I have done a really good job. Um, well, what I'm getting to, and I'm sorry, it's taken me five minutes to do this, but, um, a lot has changed in the last 24 hours and my, um, uh, look guys, I give a lot of information here, so bear with me here. Um, I'm very transparent with you. And I'm telling you this for a reason. I want you to get the full picture. Um, he he asked me about a month ago if it was okay if he dated, which, I mean, I couldn't help it. I kind of laughed, not at him, but I laughed, chuckled. And I said, of course, of course. I mean, I've been dating and I've told you, you should. You know, we should each have our own personal lives. Um and after I after I encouraged him that of course he should I I did warn him and I I told him to be careful because he has a he has a tendency to make big decisions when it comes to women um and I told him that if things went the way that I would predict them to he will throw a grenade into our lives for this other person uh, and he won't even look back. And I, I think I made a really strong case. And he, and he told me after I was done talking to him um, that I gave him a lot to think about. But he, he proceeded to go on a date anyway. So he's been on about five dates, maybe. Four or five dates with this person. And he came in last night and he told me that he um wants well he what his question was exactly was would it be possible for us to get divorced and not have any lawyers involved and the first thing i did was i i answered his question honestly and objectively and fairly according to everything that i've told him and i said of course it's possible i mean we do not have a lot so there's really no reason to get attorneys involved. Why would we spend money on uh, that, that we don't even have on attorneys? Um, so, of course, of course. And we sat and we talked about the logistics of the whole thing. And we went back and forth on our thoughts and he, some things he hadn't thought about. And and um, and I talked to him about, you know, the only finances that we actually do have. And, and I said, you know, I, I don't know what you're looking at time frame wise, but um, I would want you to you know, figure this stuff out. Um, and then just let me know when you've got it figured out and we'll talk about it. And as long as, as long as we both agree on it, which I don't know why we wouldn't, um, we can file. That's absolutely fine. And 
of course, I, I, I imagine he was very uh, grateful that I stuck to my, you know, to my word and that I didn't get upset. And of course I didn't. This marriage is over. It's been over. Um, and then I supported his desire to move forward and go ahead and, and get the divorce. Of course I did. I, I stand by my word. So once we were done talking about it and we agreed on, you know, the next step was for him to get, um, you know, take a look at a few things, you know, like how do I continue getting health care? Um, you know, just a couple different things. I said to him, now, I do need to ask you a few questions. I, I mean, I have to be honest, fully honest, and I have to say that, I number one, I told you this would happen. I told you this would happen. Um... I don't understand this normal, normal people who made a promise to, you know, to, to be a certain way until a certain thing happened, being my parents passed to, and actually I didn't even say all that. I'm getting a little bogged down in, in what's really bothering me. And what I said was, I said, you've had two and a half years, you've had two and a half years to to ask, to let's make it legal. In that two and a half years, I have dated and I have done a really good job at keeping that, um, uh, you know, on the down low and, uh, and making life easy for everybody and working hard to protect everyone in that two and a half years. And you start dating and, you know, less than 30 days later, right after my father gets diagnosed with cancer and not just any old cancer i mean it never mind but an aggressive form a very aggressive form of cancer you decide to do this you had two and a half years you could have done this and 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 it doesn't occur to you in your mind you don't say to yourself okay I really would like to move in with her, but hey, you know, the promise I made has gotten even more serious because dad has gotten cancer. So I can't. I got to suck it up. I have to be selfless. And I have to tell this woman, because I told him, I said, when, when, I, when I start dating, I tell the person, first thing, first thing I tell them, this is my situation and I don't know when it will change. And I won't change it for you. You have to understand that. You have to understand that. I will make time for you, and I'm pretty good at juggling my life, and you will feel wanted, but I will not divorce my husband until my parents have passed. And you need to understand that. I'm honest. I don't know how he handled it, but what I do know is five dates in, and he's going to move out. And it doesn't matter that now... Everything has changed, and my dad has, you know, cancer. So there you have it. That's that's the background. Um, <coughs> excuse me. You know, I, I didn't pull any punches with him. I, I told him exactly what I thought about it. I, I mean, I didn't call him names. I didn't cuss at him. I didn't say anything. I didn't even pass judgment, really. He knew how I felt about it, but it wasn't about how I felt about it. He wasn't doing anything to me. It's not. It wasn't about me. It was about my my parents. Now I will say I did bring up me 
in so much as he said, well, I imagine that, you know, because I said, this doesn't even address what am I going to do financially? Because you're taking the only income away. And he said, well, you know, I'll take the debts, what I can, because he can't take everything, you know. And that's what I said. I mean, well, there's like $500, $400, a week that you can't take with you because it's maintenance on the house. It's um, the mortgage, my part of the mortgage. He's, and he actually said he felt like, you know, he had thought about it. And he thought that once they knew that he was leaving, they would probably not charge me. And that about, I mean, I think I physically probably looked like he hit me when he said that. And I told him, I said, how can you even think that? I mean, even if it were true, which I don't know that it is, how could you think that? How could you go into this thinking that this, this couple, this, this man got diagnosed with aggressive cancer. He has no idea what his life looks like. The one thing that he knows is he's got, he's got a lot of bills that are going to be facing him. And you think that, that because you decide to leave, that he should not get his money that I pay him every week, that we pay him every week because you're leaving. That's insane. I would never ask them that. I would never. And so that means that that I got to figure out where I'm coming up with this money. And what I do, you guys know, I have told you, I don't make a lot doing what I do. This is a... Uh, you know, it's a job of passion. I'm building it. I want it to be something, this podcast and, and my writing and, you know, the school and the whole thing. I, I want this to turn into something that will sustain me, of course, financially, but in the meantime, it doesn't. And now with him leaving, he's effectively cut me off at the knees. I can't get a job, a, a traditional job outside of the home because I can't be away from my parents. And now I can't even leave to go anywhere to do anything because, again, I have to be here for my parents and he won't be here. The The ex-husband won't be in the house anymore. So I am it, me, alone, 24-7. It's me. And since my father got diagnosed... I really stopped working a lot except for this podcast, which you guys know I disappeared for a couple of weeks. And that is why it was difficult for me to handle the news and continue working. And yes, this is working. <laughs> this is my job. And it was difficult for me to do. So I did disappear. But now he is leaving. And I'm not, I'm not sure when, but he's going to be leaving. And I'm, I'm, I'm responsible to be here at all times for my parents. And do not get me wrong. I do not resent that in the slightest. That was the whole, that was the whole point of us doing what we were doing was that we would both be here and that they would be taken care of and not have to deal with this. But now that's all changing. And not only have their health conditions changed and he's leaving and now I'm going to be the one and only caretaker and person who's available to care and help and be there. But I don't have the ability to earn my money the same because I don't have, won't have the time to continue building the way I am. And I don't know what to do. You know, I don't know what to do, but guess what? After saying all that to him, do you think that he, he said, you know what? I didn't think this through. You're right. I need to honor my promise. No, he did not. 
He's still going to do it. He's still going to do it. He's just of the the attitude that, um, ah, you know, it'll get figured out. It'll get figured out. He has no idea that he's throwing a grenade into the middle of a situation and the repercussions are going to affect so many lives. I mean, he actually made the comment that he thinks the kids will hate him. Well, if you don't, I mean, number one, the kids aren't going to hate him. I mean, yeah, they're not going to be happy. And yeah, they are probably going to feel like they hate him for a while. But me, the kids, my parents, we are not the kind of people that hold grudges and um, shun another person or anything like that. He will always have a family here if he wants it. But it sounds like he doesn't want it. It sounds like he wants to do what... I know him to do, which is throw the grenade into our lives and walk away and bury his head in the sand and never talk to us again because he thinks we wouldn't want to talk to him. You know what I mean? A lot of assumptions and basically just running away because he's doing something that is pretty damn bad. He's breaking his word and he's affecting a lot of lives and he's making lives very hard. I don't know what I'm going to do. He actually had the audacity to say to me when I said that I'll lose my health insurance. And he said, what are you going to do? Would you go on Obamacare? <laughs> Would I go on Obamacare? <sighs> so I don't know what the future holds, especially the near future. The, 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 yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how much time I'm going to have. I'm going to keep, thank, thank God I'm able to do this. Because I don't think this will be affected. Well, I already proved that I can be affected and not be able to get here and do my podcast. But I'm going to do my best to be here. I'm going to do my best to keep building it and hopefully make money on it. Um, if you guys have any suggestions, you know, suggestions, you hear my you hear my situation. Um, I I don't know how I'm going to make ends meet. As this progresses, I have no idea. Um, I don't have like a rich son or daughter <laughs> tucked away somewhere that can take care of me um, and my parents. Uh, I have to figure this out. It's on me. It's on me to figure out. And I'm going to have to figure out how to generate income without traditionally doing it. I can't leave the house. I can't be gone eight hours a day at a job because I, it would never work. I have to be here for my parents. And we don't have money to hire uh, care, you know, to be here. Well, I, that would, wouldn't even make sense. I wouldn't earn enough to pay for it. So I, I don't, I don't know what to do. So if anybody has any suggestions, I would appreciate it. And I didn't intend for this um, podcast, this episode, to be all about me um, and my situation. But I did feel like it was important for me to lay down the groundwork so that you got the background on me. And to explain to you that, like, guys, I tell you I have a Patreon and it's $1 a month. I get hundreds, and I know it's not thousands, in a week, I get thousands of people that listen to my podcast. And and that's not thousands like 10,000, but, you know, a couple thousand. It's not, it's not massive traffic, but it's definitely enough traffic that if I had enough people that went to my Patreon and paid that 
freaking stinking lousy dollar a month, it would help massively for me to continue doing what I'm doing. And now, now that my situation's changed, it would help me in a very charitable way as well. Um, but I couldn't get anybody to do it. And to make matters worse, when I talked about it, I lost subscribers on my Patreon. And that is, that's disheartening to me that when I talk about wishing that I could make money doing this because so many people enjoy it, um, that people penalize me by unsubscribing. <laughs>